0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe.
0: What's up, guys? It's Yesenia, your host for Latinx Influencers. Okay, you guys, today's topic is going to be about something that we've been hearing a lot about, which is the coronavirus. So a lot of us are at home and doing probably a lot of things that we don't do on the norm. But you know what, I'm taking this time to sit back, relax, enjoy the family. And per government orders, we're supposed to stay at home as much as possible. But the COVID-19, which is the coronavirus, is affecting a lot of businesses and a lot of people out there. All right, guys. So as I was saying, the coronavirus is affecting a lot of people, a lot of businesses out there. And to talk a little bit more about this, I have my friend Eileen Carrasco here with me. She's an amazing sports journalist. Eileen, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Hola, yesenia. No, thank you for having me.
0: Tell me a little bit about yourself. Who's Eileen? Okay.
1: (laughs) Well, let me tell you, Yesenia. (laughs) (laughs) So I do uh, bilingual sports reporting here in Phoenix. And uh, also I cover the Major League Baseball. So I do go to the World Series and I cover the spring training. So I focus a lot on baseball, but I do all the other sports. And I do it in Spanish and English. So I'll go uh, Deportes Arizona. Mm -hmm. And I've been in the industry for a while now, since 2013. Yeah, just doing uh both work in English and Spanish but I am based here in Phoenix Arizona How did you get into that have you always like had a passion
0: for sports or or just journalism or sports journalism like how did you decide to get into
1: that field Well that that is uh crazy so I've always had a passion for sports both my parents were athletes I was raised in sports I was I grew up in gyms okay. uh, and then I also played basketball and softball myself and I wanted to be a baseball fan when I grew up. And my love for oh, broadcasting was always there, but I didn't really follow it. I didn't really pay attention to it. I thought it was just like, oh, something fun. You know, I, I had mm-hmm. a little radio show when I was a kid, around 10 years old. And then I started doing plays and broadcasting oh, in school cool. as well. Yeah. But then I went to nursing school mm-hmm. and <laughs> that took a turn. But then I went back in uh, 2013 into journalism at ASU. Uh-huh. And then that's when they're like, hey, well, maybe you can combine your love for sports and broadcasting in one. And I hadn't thought about it before. You know, I never thought about myself in sports broadcasting ever. Mm-hmm. And then and at that time, I was the only woman that did sports in Spanish here in Phoenix. So I was like, hey, oh, why not? And that's what opened a lot of my doors, being able to speak Spanish and English and being a woman in sports here. Mm-hmm.
0: Especially here in Arizona, you know, we have so many Latinos here that. I feel like it was such a a win for you in that sense of, like, being bilingual. For everyone, honestly, being bilingual right now is such an important thing.
1: Yes, it opens up the doors for, uh, for you in every job you have.
0: So did you ever finish nursing school?
1: No, I was one
0: semester away from graduating, actually.
1: Oh, wow. It's crazy (laughs) because when
0: I started college, I decided to go in for nursing, too. And I did my clinicals. I did everything. I think I was like two years in. And then I decided that wasn't for me either. And then I switched it up to journalism, which I I always thought that it was like journalism. Like, not everybody can get into it. Like, it must be so Mm -hmm. hard. And then I, like, found my way to it, and I changed it. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my God, that is
0: crazy. We kind of
1: have the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and I actually,
0: in the middle of the journalism field, I like decided to go back to nursing because I was like, nursing mm-hmm. is such a good career. Like, Maybe I should just go back and try it again. So I did. I tried it again. I did the clinicals once again. And then at that time, I was working at the hospital. And then I realized, again, that it just wasn't for me. I feel like if you're going to be a nurse, you really have to love it because it's a yes, tough field to, to be in it.
1: In any field, yeah, it yeah. was just too sad for me. I was surrounded by death all the time. I wasn't. I needed to be happy. I loved talking to my um, my patients, though. I loved yeah. it. I have made such good friendships. But I mean, I love talking. So, <laughs> yeah. However,
0: though, journalism, like news, is also a very like sad feel in the sense of you're always surrounded by sad mm-hmm. news, you know. But maybe sports journalism is way different because I mean, who wouldn't want to like report on sports i feel like that's something that everybody just enjoys you know like there's nothing but possibly could be sad in sports other than like people losing games you know or the coronavirus affects the, season. the
1: coronavirus <laughs> that's the saddest what do you mean i've been crying for five days <laughs>
0: oh man okay so tell me what was your reaction when you heard that the nba canceled the entire season and then the mlb and then the like hockey and like everything oh. else followed
1: through Yeah, so i was so surprised with the nba well not that surprised i saw there was a lot of contact i mean with the ball itself and then the ball a lot of the players they put their fingers in the mouth to lick the ball get a better grip so i was like okay no. that's not the best <laughs> sanitary thing you know so it's no wonder was, there's okay. several and that right are now, infected. Actually, Four Nets players just tested positive from the Brooklyn Nets. So, in basketball and NBA, four more NBA players tested positive for coronavirus. So, it is more of a contact sport. And that's why I was not surprised. Mm-hmm. With uh, then baseball, I was surprised a bit just because it's so much money that's being generated right now with spring training. It was so many. I mean, you have 15 teams here playing mm-hmm. in 10 facilities. Every day, sometimes twice a day. You know, it's lot of money. But I was thinking that they could contain it with not touching the fans or something. But I get it. It is because of all the people and it's so close to everybody you might, you know. It's super yeah. contagious. So I get it. I'm not surprised. I just. Right now, we just got another news. It might be eight weeks. So we might not see baseball until mid-May. And they might do another spring training here and then start the regular season.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I understand that part of why they, like, had to cancel Mm -hmm. the spring season training because... Um I mean it's not just for the players it's for everybody else I mean yeah, everybody's touching everything everybody. and I mean right mm-hmm. now they have us at like no more than 10 people at a gathering can you just imagine the reason why they would have to shut that down you know but what yeah. happens if they have to postpone these trainings for the summer because the summers here in Phoenix are intolerable like i could not see them practicing they would get like i don't know a like heat stroke or something <laughs> Who Yeah would be no out there?
1: that that is crazy, and um, that's what they are trying to work out. And my- they have to have some sort of spring training before, though. But also, another problem that happened was with these guys that are not allowed to go back home. Some, some are, some are not. Like I have my uh, one of uh, my friends from Chicago Cubs. He was. I was asking him. if He had gone home. He can't in Panama. You're not. They won't let you in. They won't let anybody in right now. And if you do, if you are coming from another country in there, they keep you in your household for like a minimum of 20 days because of the coronavirus yes because of the coronavirus okay so now they're being forced to stay here away from their families and actually just train so they're still training at the facilities right now Uh just not with the whole team just some of them you know because not everybody was able to go back I mean a lot of these kids are from third world countries you know so it's a little bit safer if they're here
0: that's that's very interesting. I thought I thought that it was kind of like, hey, we're canceling everybody, go back home. And I figure whoever can go back home, like other players who are from the States, they can just go back home, correct?
1: Uh, yes, but a lot of them have been sitting here. So the options they were given was stay in the facility where you're spring training and you can still use it or go back to where you reside or go back to where you live in the off season, where you spend in the off season. So they can either go back to the city where mm-hmm. the team plays, there, stay in the spring training, or go back to where they live in the off-season, which many live in the off-season back in their countries.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is for baseball. What about basketball, hockey? What do you know about the other sports here in Arizona? Uh,
1: all the other sports are allowed uh, to go back home to their families as far as I know baseball is a little bit more complicated because there's so many players so many levels Mm -hmm. usually in the other sports I mean in basketball you don't have minor leagues so it's just all the players that are on the team are there Mm -hmm. you know same with uh, with hockey and uh, we have the soccer here as well but with baseball here you had the major leagues and then you that are 40 at the roster and then you have so many other kids that are minor leagues trying to get there you know and all those are being left also with without pay they're being paid until april 11th and then they don't know what's going to happen it's crazy there's a lot of things that yeah that goes on along with all the employees but yeah with those players it's it's kind of hard a tough situation for them too because they're not from this country some don't speak english and they're (laughs) how scary would it be to get quarantined in another country that's not yours exactly exactly (laughs) and then like you said like
0: um, some may be getting paid and some may not, or everybody who's staying here, and even though though there's no, like, uh, games going on, are they still getting paid?
1: Well, from one of the communication reasons that I saw was they're getting paid if they're staying here until April 9th, and then from there, the MLB will decide what to do beyond that. Oh, wow. Yes, they're just going day by day trying to decide because at first they were going to return in April and now it got pushed back to mid-May, which mm-hmm. means the season might not start till June.
0: And I'm really bad at sports, to be honest. When does the season usually start?
1: <laughs> it was supposed to start March 26th this year, actually. Oh, wow. But it usually
0: starts in April. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be a hot, hot
1: Games. <laughs> yeah and then we had the the olympics too that were going to happen so we uh there's a lot of stuff that's sports related that are being events that are being canceled worldwide losing money uh everywhere you know
0: yeah and if you think about it like i think it's mind-blowing that if you start thinking about what the coronavirus situation is causing not only to like some families, you know, especially those who the people that have died from this virus. um, I think that's obviously like the most sad part here. But, but if you start thinking about like, what's happening with the economy here in the U.S. right now is insane because it's not just about like the sports and there's businesses and there's like, I mean, everything that that if you think about it, there's a lot of employees who are not working right now and are also not getting paid because they they have to stay at home because a lot of events are being canceled. You know, I work Mm -hmm. at the radio station and almost, well, they closed down for the rest of the month and every single event has been canceled or postponed. So... That right there is just, it's just crazy.
1: Yes, and it's about to get crazier. I had right. a friend from Italy that called um, here back home and said in, in Northern Italy, it's on Northern Italy and she's in an island and they're on lockdown, a complete lockdown.
0: So I saw this online, of course, and obviously we try not to believe everything that we see online. So when I see something, I try to read into it and see if it's a credible source. Mm-hmm. But I did see something about... Um, how Italy was at first in the position where the U.S. is at right now. You know, a lot of people being skeptical about it and not taking certain precautions (laughs) or not like staying at home because it's nothing or because it's just like you get sick like a cold, but that's it. Like if you're okay health-wise, then you, you should pass this. Of course, this hits harder to those people who have medical issues or the elderly. And I guess Europe was at some point in this situation and they didn't take it. Um, as serious as they should have and now they find themselves in this worst situation and they're saying like hey U.S. like look Mm -hmm. out because this is what could happen if you don't take this serious
1: yes and I think that's why the uh, U.S. is trying to get ahead of the game and shutting everything down right now before we even get there and I think it's good but just some people are reacting the wrong way what do you (laughs) You mean Well, like going off and buying every like, what about the toilet paper? And everyone oh, is the one God. that's worried about the most. Like, you don't need that, but just stay home and be safe, you know. Exactly. Or others saying, "Oh, there's nothing to do. I'm just gonna go party in Scottsdale."
0: Are you <laughs> the serious? Cool. There's people who still want to go party in Scottsdale.
1: Oh yes, my friend told me that the cops were full over there. What this the was heck? before the whole ten person limit thing, which I still don't know what they're following. Yeah, that's
0: crazy. I'm surprised that I thought bars were going to shut down here too. Like schools did. Like why not bars? Yes, it's – it's mm-hmm. everyone's going to lose money here, you know? Like I feel like the economy is definitely going to take a huge hit if it hasn't already. But at this point, it's like I said, it's just like two uh, – then again, I'm not the one that's losing money like businesses are, but it's just two weeks for now so that we can t- – Try to control this a little bit. What do you really need to go to the bars? Like just stay at home and like, (laughs) I don't know. Watch more Netflix. I don't know. Like I usually like know, like I have a schedule at home, you know, that I just follow through. So to me, it kind of didn't affect me much as what I do at home. But I'm sure there's a lot Mm -hmm. of people who are at home like, what do I do now? I mean, there's a lot of people that are doing more TikToks. I don't know, you know. But it's (laughs) like... It's insane. And here in Arizona, there's actually 20 cases in total that have the COVID-19. And according to the Arizona Department of Health Services, there's 66 pending cases and 142 that have been rolled out negative. And there's 222 um, people that they have tested so far. So it doesn't sound like a huge number for the state of Arizona. But if you think about it, I think the point here is to try to not get more people infected rather than, like, if you get sick, it's not that big of a deal. It's like, why don't spread it, you know? Like, let's just contain it and not spread it.
1: And the the scary thing is, Aysen, is that you can carry it and give it to somebody else and not have any symptoms for 14 days. Exactly that's
0: that's really scary because you're right like somebody could be out right now and they're like oh i'm fine i'm fine and then it's like oh sh- shit like 2 weeks later you're like coughing up a storm and you can't breathe which is you know a couple of the symptoms and then it's like who were you around now and and that's how it quickly spreads and like i said if it lands mm-hmm. on the wrong person that's where it becomes it can become deadly so yeah mm-hmm. if you're healthy then maybe you're okay but you know sadly if you're around somebody who is not then it's like SOL
1: Yeah, then the most important thing here is trying to strengthen our immune systems, you know. Yeah. So we can fight it off. Like taking those those precautions, your your vitamins, your immunities. <laughs> This. emergencies. <laughs> yes, I got my immunity. <laughs> for real. That's one of the things that
0: when I went to the store, I was like, you know what, I have medicine at home, but I'm just going to stock up in a little bit extra because you just never know. And then especially for me, because I have a child, I'm like, I just need to stock up on things that if, you know, God forbid, like she gets sick, like I have the proper stuff that I can try to control, like if she were to get fever or whatever at home without having to go out because Like, every time I go to the grocery stores, because I still go, like, kind of every day just to, like, get things that I couldn't get the first day I went because it's been chaos at the grocery store You have to go multiple
1: times.
0: Yes, but every time that I go, I'm, like, I wear a sweater, and then, like, I fold, like, the ends of my sleeves to my hand, and, like, I try to, like, touch the screen every time I put in my card, but I can't, so I'm, like, shoot, like, how do I do this? And I have to, like, end up using my finger, and then I'm, like, okay, now I feel gross. And I'm, like, over there putting a (laughs) bunch of hand sanitizer on. I'm honestly, like, very paranoid of, like, going out and touching things, you know? Like, I'm not scared of, like, getting sick and, like, oh, my gosh, somebody's going to, you know, infect me or anything like that. I'm just scared of going out and you just never know because the symptoms are so, like, you just don't know, you know?
1: Yeah, because we're taking care of ourselves, but
0: we don't know if somebody else is. Exactly.
1: What if the other person is a non-believer and will just have dirty hands? <laughs> <laughs> did you
0: go and stock up on everything that you needed
1: well I actually couldn't find a lot of stuff so my family right. uh, they were in Mexico at this time so they brought, <laughs> they, they, brought the, the petalo girl, <laughs> they brought the pétalo girl, they brought, not Charmin they brought real Mexican pétalo they got the Lysol and the antibacterial from Mexico oh wow well. so, but, they, they were contraband. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's okay, Mom. Bring it over the border. Bring it over. Tell my dad more toilet paper. (laughs) That's
0: insane. I know it's 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 really crazy. Honestly, when I saw the whole toilet paper debacle thing, I was like, what? Like, ¿Quién te dijo que like te va a dar chorro or like what? Like, why are people (laughs) buying so much toilet paper? For once, I was like, that is the least of your necessities because you can go to the restroom and después lavarte la cola cuando te bañas, like go straight to the shower. Like, why do you need toilet paper? Like, why... (laughs) It just didn't click in my mind. Like, why is that like your priority right now?
1: Yeah, no. And I'm thinking it was just like a marketing technique from Charmin himself saying, "I'm just going to start this social media trend and stock up (laughs) for toilet paper, and people are going to follow what I do." And then I hate it that they're blaming the media for it. Nowhere on the news did I hear a news uh, caster say, "Hey, buy toilet toilet paper." No, this was a social media thing. It was other people trying to follow leader and then when they actually needed some there was there was none
0: yeah, I was one of the the people that was very skeptical at first. So I didn't like go and buy hand sanitizer or soap, like extra soap or like things like that, that I I understand you would need, you know, like Lysol and disinfect and things like that. Like, yeah, I get by that stuff, you know, but I was skeptical in the beginning. And then when I went out, it was too late because it wasn't anything. So I went to Home Depot one of these days and there was this guy on the phone with his wife and he was like, should I just buy like a bunch of toilet paper? And in my mind, I'm like should I be buying toilet paper too so I called my husband and I'm like <laughs> it I called my husband and I was like I just heard this guy ask his wife if he should be buying like a bunch of TP should I too and he's like why and I was like I don't understand but maybe we should just buy it but there wasn't any so we just like I think we got like two packs and I was like oh well we run out there's the shower
1: <laughs> you gotta use baby wipes girl <laughs> there isn't any <laughs>
0: there isn't even baby wipes that
1: that is the reason why there isn't any toilet paper now they go straight from the toilet to
0: the shower and you know prop up your booty i don't know that's
1: and it's just (laughs) been crazy because i went going to it was a little neighborhood uh walmart marketplace a little one Mm -hmm. and i had i went there i i know, probably like three days ago and there was still food and stuff like that um and I, I only bought what I needed. And then I was like, oh, I'll come back. I still try to find antibacterial. There was no antibacterial or lifestyle anywhere. Mm-hmm. But there was still food. Yesterday, last night I went, there was, it was nothing at oh, all. Oh, I know. Empty, I know. like the zombie apocalypse.
0: I know. <laughs> I went to go look for sopa maruchanes, nada. I went to go look for pastas, <laughs> nada. I'm like, nobody buys sopa maruchanes usually. And now like there's none.
1: Yeah, is that like where does all the gluten-free allergies go? No bread. <laughs> For real, Seriously, I didn't <laughs> even think about that. It's like hey, forget I the diet. Tajin, though. The big bottle of tajin. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: like, yep, I'ma stock up on that and pepinos and hot cheetos. <laughs>
1: I'll be good.
0: <laughs> Chamoy. <laughs>
1: For i have real? a lemon tree in my backyard in case you oh need man some. you're set i don't have any
0: limones so i might just go over there <laughs> i got you oh man no you know what in no seriousness no like i think um just take the proper precautions you know like don't be skeptical but also don't like be over paranoid don't go buying everything that you don't need because there's a lot of stuff that is going to go bad um you know leave some for others like we're all in this together
1: Yeah, and they're not going to shut down the store. They still have non-essential businesses will shut down. Yeah. Non-essential. So your medicine, you know, uh, groceries, gas, stuff like that, it's still going to be open.
0: Yeah, I think that they're thinking in the event that everyone's quarantined and you just can't go out. Then it's kind of like, if you don't have something at home, but you can't go out, Mm -hmm. then what do you do kind of event. But then again, I mean, there's third world countries who survive. Like, I get it. Like, we're not used to that, but at some point you gotta make do. Yes, especially if you're in a situation like this.
1: Yeah, just be smart about it. Be clean and help, like help everybody contain it by doing your part and staying home. Exactly. I think right now
0: uh, in Arizona, like I said, there's not. I mean, there is a good number of cases. Twenty cases is. You know, can be a lot, but Mm -hmm. not really because it's a huge state, you know. I think the most cases right now are in Washington State and New York. Um, But we're going to be okay. We just got to stay positive. We're going to be okay. Just remember, you know, don't go out if you don't need to. This goes for everybody. Don't go out if you don't need to. No more than 10. Honestly, right now, I'm keeping it at, I'm going to stay at home. I'm not even going to go hang out with, like, anyone that is unnecessary at this point. Like like I said, to me, it's kind of like two weeks is nothing. Just wait it out. Mm-hmm. um and then just remember if you have a fever a cough sh- uh, you're short of breath obviously seek medical help and then there's the worst symptoms that are you know if you feel pain or pressure in your chest or you're bluish in the lips or you just really really can't breathe then that's when you like go to the emergency right away um Aileen, I want to thank you so much for talking to us about this and how this has affected you in your field of work um thank you so much for joining us let everybody know what your social media handles are
1: thank you so much for having me yesenia and i'll, I'll do it anytime i love talking to you <laughs> and my <laughs> social media you can find me it's a-i-l-e-e-n underscore tv so eileen underscore tv want to follow me <laughs> yes,
0: you guys, go on and follow Eileen. You're going to love all of her content. She's an amazing sports journalist, and she has something every single day for you guys on her stories. I absolutely love looking at all her stories because she makes me laugh every single time you guys she's amazing. Go ahead and also subscribe to this podcast, leave a comment, a review, and you can follow me on my social media handles. Instagram is YDG, four underscores, Twitter and Facebook, Yesenia de Garcia, and you guys, stay safe, stay clean. Be positive, take proper precautions, and just wait this one out with lots of positivity. You guys, we're going to be okay. Mm